To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Too much of a bad prospect for the youths who were spending time on the roof of an Auckland Youth Justice Facility. As you've heard in the news, they came down. Uh, one batch around 6.30, the second at around half past 10. Is this a kind of a deja vu from uh, last week of kids eventually lured off with KFC? Will there be further copycats? Of former lead police negotiator Lance Bidette is back with us at Newstalk ZB. Morning, Lance. How are you? Morning, Tim. Great, thank you. This did happen near Christchurch, didn't it, only a week ago. Do you think it's a copycat? Uh, the chances are likely with young people, absolutely, in the similar way that RAM raids are. So young people uh, do like to challenge things. Uh, because they don't have the experiences, it's higher likelihood that they will copy others. That's where they get ideas from. We've seen any number of uh, prison roof protests over the years. Has nobody thought to uh, do something about access to the roof? Well, I guess that's a good point. I've never really thought about that. Uh, the chances of, of, of it happening again and again and again are high. I mean, people, you've got to remember that they're sitting in there, they're only getting one, maybe two hours of exercise. They've got a lot of time to think. And so, you know, you can make it a, a prison, a complete fortress, or you can make it that um, it's similar to home as possible. And that the second one is the best one, so that people can, you know, they've got to take responsibility at some point, and the only t- way you can do that is by having uh, living, putting them in a situation where it's similar to being home. So, no, it wouldn't be something that, that I think would be contemplated. Yeah, I'd, I'd have just thought, you know, <laughs> blocking the roof would be a, a <laughs> bit of a no-brainer, but that, that's only uh, layman's view. Um, how would you tackle a situation like this if you were called in? Uh, well, it's about uh, forming a relationship first up about things. Um, there's a couple of rules with crisis negotiators. Number one, never lie. Number two, uh, never do any harm. So everybody's got to come out safely, and that's that's how you and you spend time building a relationship with that person. Uh, you, everyone has a hook to um, something that keeps us going in life. Uh, now, what they tell you initially in these situations is not the actual issue. Uh, and so what, you know, they'll, they'll say something immediately such as um, we're not having enough exercise time. That's not the reason behind it. There's a lot that go deeper than that. So the idea of crisis negotiating is to find out what it is. And more times than not, it's associated with the hook. So in other words, uh, they've been moved from one facility to another. They're away from family. There's a whole lot of, and it's usually a personal thing. But a group of them get together and they think this is a good way we can force things out without, without thinking things through. Is it uh, appropriate to offer incentives to get them down? Because I've got people saying, uh, get the water cannon out, get the tasers out. Well, that's what I've just said. The number two rule is do no harm. Uh, and that, that's the key to the oh, right. So it's once, only a bit of water. It won't do any harm. I mean, come on. Uh, water cannon, you said. Yeah, uh, but we, we, how did that work out in Parliament when they turned on music and, and got everybody wet? The thing is, if you push on people, they push back twice as hard. The idea, and it's called negotiation, not force. Force. Now, the longer it goes on, which goes to your point, the more likelihood there is of force. So you get a, a window of for something like this of around twenty four, no more than forty eight hours. And if it goes longer than 48 hours, the chances are you are going to have to use force. But there's, there's plenty of other ways than, than, than those. Uh, the, the prison service, for example, uh, are very good at removing people. Just on that prison service thing, one of the, the, 
I was quite proud of being able to train prison officers as prison negotiators. It used to be where police went in there and did crisis negotiating. Uh, and as soon as you turn up, oh, bloody cops, right? So we've got to get away from that. And it might be that anyone with any imprisonment-type facility, including Orang Tamariki, might want to consider mm. training some of their staff as negotiators. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.